So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, today we're gonna talk about In Praise of Idleness by Bertrand Russell, I think. And I'm actually <laughs> not quite sure how to pronounce this, but I think that uh, this is gonna be a very important book and it might be the case. You know, if it is a very old one, it seems to be quite old, you know, that I'm gonna be able to find it on thearchive.org. There is a ton of book books, whether you're just searching for, um, probably Meditations by Marcus Aurelius should be there as well. Uh, Man's Search for Meaning, uh, How to Influence and Influence People, uh, The Why Cafe, which is an amazing book. Just there's so many free books that you can borrow, buy or from thearchive.org. It's completely free, nothing to lose basically, and it is just really amazing. And I'm so grateful that they're actually doing that. Um, but yeah, anyway, this book is is all about not just feeling guilty for not working all the fucking time and it is something that I'm experiencing very very often and this is also actually one of the reasons why I'm willing to go through this book because I do hope that I'm going to be able to basically help myself because whenever I'm not working or whenever uh, whenever I'm just not really doing something that I think is very productive I'm feeling quite bad about that and I feel like well I could be doing something, you know, I could work, I could just uh, create something, I could make more, I could do something for tomorrow, I could, I could, I could, um, but but yeah, you know, there is really no upper limit for me, and I think it definitely depends on whatever you're doing, but most often there is no upper limit for whatever you're doing, so yeah, we're gonna see. It is rated 8 out of 10, so highly, uh, fairly high, yeah, high level thoughts. I must read for a must read for everyone who has trouble relaxing or who works eight plus hours a day. I like rereading it when I start to feel guilty for not buckling down and working all day, every day. It's not that of a long summary. Maybe I'm going to find something else and I might be able also to check um, where it is indeed available on the archive.org. I'm just searching for my other thing, but I don't know where it is, but I could be using this because I'm noticing quite a lot of echo. And it is not necessarily something that I particularly like. So let's just deal with it in that way. You know, let's just deal with things in that way. And now it is a tiny bit better. Yes, it is indeed actually a little tiny bit better. So the summary notes. But in countries which do not enjoy Mediterranean sunshine idleness is more difficult and a great public propaganda will be required to inaugurate it. I hope that after reading the following pages, the leaders of the YMCA will start a campaign to induce good young men to do nothing. If so, I shall not have lived in vain. If he spent his money, say, in given parties for his friends, they we may hope, would get pleasure and so would all those upon whom he spent money, such as the butcher, the baker and the bootlegger. Um, Maybe, you know, just in theory, yes, completely. Um, In reality, it depends, I guess. The morality of work, the notion that everyone ought to work to earn their life, is the morality of slaves and the modern world has no need of slavery. No need Is it still the case? I think yes, in certain countries it is still going to be the case, but maybe in these countries it is quote-unquote necessary or there is a need for slavery. Um, Indeed, yes, it is totally the case and 
a problem that you know a little bit of a problem that i'm having with the whole thought of okay you don't have to work just all day long is that most often it's going to be boiled down to you don't actually like the work that you're doing. You don't actually like to do whatever you're doing. And this is just really something that I'm trying to go against because because why? You know, doing something for eight hours a day, eight fucking hours or even more, 12, 13, 14 hours a day that you don't really like for the sake of whatever just doesn't really feel right, at least for me. Um, of course, there's going to be some people that are like, okay, you know, just do this. And then when you're 25 years old, you can retire. Or something but yeah you know what are you gonna do then you know all day fucking long leisure is essential to civilization and in former time leisure for the few was only uh, rendered possible by the labors of the many but their labors were valuable not because work is good but because leisure is good and with modern technique it would be possible to distribute leisure justly without injury justly without injury to civilization it's an interesting thought i gotta have to say that the war showed conclusively that by the scientific organization of production, it is possible to keep modern populations in fair comfort on a small part of the working capacity of the modern world. If, at the end of the war, the scientific organization which had been created in order to liberate man for fighting and munition work had been pre uh, preserved and the hours of work had been cut down to four, all would have been well. It is actually indeed the case. I mean, um, the thing is... And I think this is applicable to quite a lot of things and just applicable to every field of life. Um, I mean, when you're saying I'm working eight hours a day, how much of this time are you actually working? You know, there's going to be just at least, I don't know, two hours that you're just not actually working, but actually doing something else and whatnot. So, so I think we also have to be a little bit honest with ourselves and um, also with other people essentially then as well about uh, the work that we're actually doing or how much we're actually working. And uh, yes, you know, because as I said, I mean, you're not going to work the full eight hours. It's, it's not going to be the case. You know, you're going to be on the toilet, which is completely fine. I'm not going to just rant on that or about that. Um, but it's not going to be the eight hours. It's not going to be eight hours. For sure not. Unless you're really kind of trying to balance it out. You know, if you're just going to the toilet for 10 minutes, you know, then you're adding just 10 minutes to your whole day i mean you could be doing this but this also has nothing to do with how productive you are because some people are able to do just the work that you're doing or i'm doing in just in eight hours they're going to do it in one hour or two hours because they are way more efficient and or they're way faster if the work is then going to be better or not it's just another conversation you know it's another topic but uh, just that or just saying because work is a duty and a and a man should not receive wages in proportion to what he has produced, but in proportion to his virtue as exemplified by his industry. Very interesting thought. The wise use of leisure is ma it's what? The wise use of leisure, it must be conceded, is a product of civilization and education. A man who has worked long hours all his life will be bored if he becomes suddenly idle. But without a considerable amount of leisure, a man is cut off from many of the best things. I do have to say it's completely the truth, especially um, a man who has worked long hours all his life will be bored if he becomes suddenly idle. And I have to say yes, completely. And I've seen it with school because um, I have normally been in school for around, it depends though, I know, but for around like, you know, 
six to I think eleven or twelve hours. You know, you know the hour is going to be fifty minutes, so it's not going to be sixty minutes, but fifty minutes. Um, I don't actually know if this is only the case in Austria or if it is also the case in other countries as well. But the thing is, I've been in school for quite some time. You know, it's basically been filling my whole day. Uh, there wasn't much to do then afterwards. Uh, I also had to drive home by train, which uh, also took me like an hour or something, just or two hours each day quite. Um, and so I, I've been using my time very, very, I don't want to say efficiently, but I've been using my time fully. And now I feel like that that I'm having just really, really, really a lot of time. I'm I'm just filling my day, you know. It's not the case. I mean, I'm working out quite a lot. I'm producing. I do have to pre-produce, uh, pre-produce some videos for uh, for the next week because I'm not going to be there. Hopefully, I know. And uh, of course, there is some ways how I can fill my day. Of course, I'm also going to watch quite a bunch of YouTube videos um, or just do some other shit that is not really productive. I really got to have to be honest here. Which, um, yeah, I don't know. I do believe, and it is one of the most important things, we all need a purpose, you know? And I do think that working on something do just does give you purpose. Uh, da, 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 da. There is no longer any reason why the bulk of the population should suffer this deprivation. Only a foolish asceticism, usually vicarious, makes us continue to insist on work in excessive quantities now that the need no longer exists. The butcher who provides you with meat and the baker who provides you with bread are praiseworthy because they are making money. But when you enjoy the food they have provided, you are merely frivolous unless you eat only to get strength for your work. What is frivolous? Silly foolish. If you're merely foolish, unless you're, you know... Okay, I don't really get what he's referring to. I'm... I'm gonna read it again. The butcher who provides you with meat and the baker who provides you with bread are praiseworthy. They indeed are, because they are making money. I don't actually know if this is kind of the reason, but when you enjoy the foods they have provided, you are merely frivolous unless you eat only to get strength for your work. Um, I mean, yeah, I just do get where he is heading. Um, he's v- pretty much heading towards, okay, you know, if, if whatever you're doing in your day is not about work, you know, eating food because, it's, because it is fueling your work, uh, doing this because of work and this and that and these and those, then you're silly in the eyes of a person that is working too much. But, but, but yeah, I mean, I hope it's not the case for you. Let's put it like this, because if you just don't eat uh, just because you you like to eat the food or you like food, I mean, it, it still depends. I mean, some bodybuilders, they're eating the exact same fucking shit every single day, whether it is tasting good or not doesn't matter that much, you know, because it is giving them the strength and power and fuel for their workouts and also the proper nutritional facts to just build their muscles or just sustain their muscles or whatever. And, and uh, you know, at some point, for them at least, flavor does not really play that of a huge role. Of course it does, you know, if just you really hate the food that you're eating, you're not going to be able to stick to this diet for a certain amount of time or for a long period of time. So it just really does make sense to eat things and consume things in general that you like. We think too much about, uh, I'm sorry, we think too much of production and too little of consumption. One result is that we attach too little importance to enjoyment and simple happiness and and that we do not judge production by the pleasure that it gives to the consumer. Mm. Yes, indeed. 
I mean, something that I'm seeing pretty often is that we sometimes are not doing things for the end consumer, which is a very, very big mistake, at least at my point of view, because, um, you know, sometimes it's about making something very great for your boss, you know, but the problem is your boss is not fucking consuming this good. It's not your boss. It is the end consumer. So, hmm, hmm, does this make sense? Absolutely fucking not. Why? Because your boss is not consuming it. It is about the end consumer. So if you're making a product, if you're making, or if you're having a service for the end consumer, if you really target the end consumer with all his or her qualities, uh, values, uh, strengths and weaknesses and whatnot, then they're going to like it. If you're just doing it for your boss, hmm, they might like it and they might also not like it. Something that's really fucked up, to be honest. It is an essential part of any social system that education should be carried further than it usually is at the present and should aim in part at providing tastes which would enable a man to use leisure intelligently. This, I think, is a very, very, very good idea to just also teach how to use your time wisely and how to manage your time and what you could be doing with your time. The pleasures of urban populations have become mainly passive. Seeing cinemas, watching football matches, listening to the radio and so on, this results from the fact that their active energies are fully taken up with work. If they had more leisure, they would again enjoy pleasures in which they took an active part. It's a little bit of a rant here. Um, but yes, indeed, you know, when was the last time you've consciously been sitting down or laying down and been listening to music? It's been quite some time for me, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Without the leisure class, mankind would have never emerged from barbarism. Okay. At present, the universities are supposed to provide in a more systematic way what the leisure class provided accidentally and as a byproduct. <laughs> hmm. In a world where no one is compelled to work more than four hours a day, every person possessed of scientific curiosity will be able to indulge it, and every painter will be able to paint without starving, however excellent his pictures may be. And, you know, the whole idea of the basic uh, income or something it is called, the basic, the general basic income, I think it is called, it kind of plays into the, the whole theme of the book, I gotta have to say. Um, the problem that I'm still having with it is that it kind of just, uh, the starting point of the whole thing is that you don't like the job that you're doing, I assume. You know, of course, there might be some things that you do like more than your work, even though you like your work. But at my point of view, you should really like the work that you're doing. Period. Nothing else to say. Really nothing else. Young writers will not be obliged or... I don't know if it is obliged or obliged to draw attention to themselves by sensational bot-boilers with a view to acquiring the economic independence needed for a monumental works for which... When a time at last comes, they will have lost the taste and capacity. At least 1% will probably devote the time not spent in professional work to pursue of some public importance, and since they will not depend upon these pursuits for their li uh, livelihood, their originality will be unhampered and there will be no need to conform to the standards set by elderly bandits, bandits, whatever. Good nature is of all moral qualities, the one the world needs most. And good nature is the result of ease and security, not of a life of arduous struggle. Yes, definitely. If you're constantly struggling, if you're constantly like just on the edge of whatever or to whatever, 
then you're not going to be the most good-natured person if this uh, is the accurate use of this word. I don't actually know. Um, but I believe in that. I heavily believe in that, to be honest. Hitherto, uh, we have continued to be as energetic as we were before the machines. In this, we have been foolish, but there is no reason to go in being foolish forever. Yes. I mean, uh, we can see things, and if we just totally see, like, well... What I'm doing just doesn't really make sense, then yes, we can change it up. And it might also be a pretty good idea to also change it up. And yeah, with that being said, this is going to be the end of the episode. And I wish you the best health of happiness and also success and also hope that you are going to remind yourself and you're going to be remembered, which basically means your legacy and basically means just being a nice person and then also being remembered as a nice person, which is a pretty cool thing. Um... Three other questions that I'm having for you are why are you here? What are you trying to change and what is bothering you the most? These three questions are hopefully going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea, which is a pretty cool thing. And another one that I'm having for you is what could you essentially say to another person that is really going to make their life better? Because I totally believe that we all can say something and that we all can do something and that we all can, that we all can actually create something or just do any action that is indeed going to change somebody's life. I totally believe in that. And yeah, with that being said, I'm hopefully going to see you the next time. Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart for going through this with me. I do hope that I've been able to just share some things that you know were contributive to your life and to you as a person. And yeah, I'm going to see you the next time. I at least hope. So bye-bye.